Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Missio podcast. We are starting a new series at Missio called Encounters with Jesus, and I'm really excited for this. Um, this the, today's podcast is more about setting the stage for the series and kind of what we can expect as we dig into people's stories in Scripture who had an encounter with Jesus. And, you know, this morning we are talking about two guys from John chapter 1 who had kind of a strange encounter, but I think it's a really important encounter with Jesus. But before we get into that, what do you all think the word encounter means? When you hear that word, what do you think of? You know, an encounter is an unexpected or a significant meeting with someone or something. And I love that definition because as we as we go through the series, we're going to look at like 15 or 16 different people and their encounters with Jesus. But in basically all of them, the encounter is both unexpected and significant. You know, Jesus shows up pretty randomly in these people's lives. And in that moment, something very significant happens as the tove of God or his goodness shows up live and in person to have a moment with the depths of that person's story. You know, encounters, they happen all the time in life. Those unexpected moments, many of the times significant moments. And often what happens in those encounters is that we are so busy with life that we miss them. Right? I mean, you think about your life. We tend to live at the you know, speed of sound or whatever in our lives. And I'm not trying to make us feel guilty about the pace of living that we all have. But if you do want a good book on how to slow things down, you can look at John Mark Comer's book, The, Relu- the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. But the point is that the pace of our lives... It doesn't eliminate the very real power and presence of encounters like this. It's just that oftentimes the pace of our lives will cause us to miss encounters like this. And when we're saying encounter, by the way, I just need to say this. When we're saying encounters, we're talking about a moment in our lives where Jesus shows up in some significant way. You know, that could be through a person or through scripture or through a spiritual rhythm, but it's a moment when when Jesus shows up. And, you know, we've had these moments, you know, all throughout our lives, and sometimes we just miss them. And so to start this series, we're going to look at a bit of a weird kind of story on the front end of this, this series, but it's actually so important as we think about where encounters with Jesus actually happen in our lives. So let's look at John chapter 1. We're going to look at this story in verse 43 through 50. And it says, The next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were, uh, while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. 
He then added, very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. All right, so this is a story from John chapter 1, and it's kind of a, this interaction is a bit strange at first because Philip is quick to believe that Jesus was the Messiah that they had been waiting for, right? That's what he says. And then he goes and finds who a lot of scholars think is his brother, Nathaniel, who later is called Bartholomew in several of the other Gospels. So just so you're clear on who we're talking about here, when you read the name Bartholomew, this is the same person, Nathaniel. And a lot of scholars believe that Philip and Nathaniel were brothers. So anyways, Philip believes that Jesus is the Messiah. And so he runs and finds his brother Nathaniel and tells him, look, we found the Messiah. He is Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathaniel responds, Nazareth, can anything good come from Nazareth? Now, this is a pretty important moment. Nazareth was seen as, well, basically the worst place in Israel. It was a super shady place where, well, nothing good came from. At least this is what they thought. This last week, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma with uh, the church planting organization that we partner with at Missio called Kairos Church Planting, and they have this thing called a strategy lab, Uh, and it's where couples who are on the path towards planting a new church go and learn kind of what all it means and takes to plant a new church. And one of the couples that uh, was a part of this strategy lab was going to a a town, or they wanted to go to a town in Arkansas called Mount George to plant a church. And they were beginning to describe this, this area of Mount George, Arkansas. And one of the things that they said that really captured my heart was he was talking about how the entire area around Mount George, Arkansas feels, the people feel like they've been abandoned. You know, it's a pretty poor area, fairly uneducated. It's a rough part of rural Arkansas. And he said that deep within the self-understanding of the area is that they feel like they are not good enough. That they aren't smart enough. That they aren't the right people for anyone outside of that area to pay attention to. And there was this deep feeling of we, as the people from Mount George are unworthy and like nothing good can come from Mount George, Arkansas. You know, and I had been prepping for this teaching, reading about Nathaniel saying that nothing good can come from Nazareth. And then my friends at this strategy lab were talking about this place that they wanted to go plant a new church to. This area that has been told and then has fully believed that nothing good can come from this area. You know, I think there are expectations that we have for everything in life. Either unintentional expectations or fully in, <laughs> full intentional uh, expectations. We hear about something and we expect it to come from a certain place or a certain kind of person. But the problem is that we, we often divorce real people from our expectations, even though those expectations have a direct impact on real people. And my friends this week were saying that the, they were saying the thing that Jesus was trying to get Nathaniel to realize in his interaction with him in this text, in this story. That first and foremost, human dignity is a right given to all people by God himself. And yet so often in life, that dignity is stripped away from people because of the way they look, because of what they believe, because of, you know, whatever it is. 
And my friends this week were saying, look, the church that we want to start should be in that place, in Mount George, to remind people that they are not what they have come to believe about themselves. They are not unworthy. They, they are not the lie being told them that nothing good can come from that place. That they are, in fact, worthy because the king of the universe has said they are worthy. And Jesus hears what Nathanael says about nothing good can come from Nazareth, much less the Messiah. And then he approaches Nathanael and he says something strange. He says, hey, look, an honest Israelite. And Jesus is saying, look, the expectation game goes both ways, dude. You don't believe that anything good can come from Nazareth, and most people have a hard time believing that Israelites are honest people. He's basically being sarcastic with Nathaniel, saying, so maybe instead of slinging prejudices at each other, we start with the fact that I saw you sitting underneath the fig tree, and now I am here. All right, now this is a kind of a confusing part, right? Fig trees, they grow really well in kind of desert-type areas with lots of sun, like Israel would have been. And if you see a fully grown fig tree, it has these huge sprawling branches filled with cover that provides lots of shade. And at this time, men usually would study the Torah and pray under the shade of the fig tree. There is actually a passage in Micah chapter 4, verse 4, that says, Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid, for the Lord Almighty has spoken. And so this would have been a very common practice of Jewish men to sit under the the shade of the fig tree and search for God, search for him in scripture, and then search for him through prayer. They were literally waiting for the revelation of God's presence to manifest itself in some way while sitting under the fig tree. There's actually a Jewish idiom that talks of studying the Torah as gathering figs. These things go hand in hand. And so Nathaniel is seeking the manifestation of God's presence while sitting under the fig tree. He, he is seeking the Messiah. But deep inside himself, he was holding to a prejudice that the Messiah can only come from Jerusalem, not a shady place like Nazareth. And it causes, this causes him to miss the first encounter with Jesus through his brother Philip. Remember as Philip runs to him and says, I found him. He's here. He's Jesus of Nazareth. And and Nathaniel's thinking, I don't think so. (laughs) That's not the right place. Or in other words, a person from Nazareth can't possibly be the Messiah because they are not the right kind of people. Nothing good can come from there. You know, I think we sometimes miss encounters with Jesus because we perhaps unintentionally believe that the presence of Jesus can only come from certain people or certain places. We sometimes miss the goodness of God because we believe goodness comes from, you know, the name, whatever the expectation is. But remember, an encounter is an unexpected and significant moment. Unexpected doesn't just mean the timing of it. It more often means the person, an unexpected person. And I've been challenged this week to seek out the presence of Jesus in unlikely people. And so as I was flying in the airport, the person at the bar that was sitting next to us as we were waiting for our flight, Our flight was delayed for about six hours getting into Seattle. And so these people were talking about their recovery process. And this girl was about to get a 90-day, her 90-day token for being sober. And and she is looking to me and the girl next to her. And she's like asking for prayers. And so we pray. Or it's the man who came in, you know, 
to our worship gathering a couple of weeks ago at Pilgrim Coffee. It's, it, it's just paying more attention to, to people and understanding that the presence of God comes through maybe unexpected people. You know, and I honestly have just as many blinders on as Nathan. And every day Jesus is saying, don't miss me because you were expecting me in all of the wrong places. You know, so often the presence of Jesus will challenge the expectations and prejudices that we carry along with us, whether we realize them or not. And I love this moment between Jesus and Nathaniel. Nathaniel is verbally insulting Jesus for his place of origin. And with it, he is making assumptions about Jesus' education, his past, his future, and so much more. And Jesus says, look, I saw you under the fig tree. And in this moment, he is reminding Nathaniel that regularly Nathaniel would go to the fig tree to seek the presence of God. And yet when the presence of God showed up, he deemed it unworthy of his belief because it didn't fit his expectation. You know, Sunday is a day that we celebrate the presence of Jesus with us. And part of the truth of this is that Jesus is using each of us to remind all of us that every single week we seek the presence of Jesus and that most often the presence of Jesus happens through Each of us, showing up in each other's lives. But it also happens to the people that you least expect it. Often the people we have been told we are supposed to be reaching for Jesus are the very people who Jesus is using to reach us. To remind us that while we may be seeking him in this space on Sunday mornings for worship or whatever it is, he is seeking us every single day through countless people that we often miss. You know, this encounter between Jesus and Nathanael would lead Nathanael to become one of the 12 disciples of Jesus who spent three years with him. And he accomplished incredible things because of that encounter with Jesus. And through this series, we're going to look at other stories in scripture of people who had encounters with Jesus. But I wanted to start with a story that was directly applicable to you and I. You know, showing up to church is so important, but it doesn't mean that we will automatically see the presence of Jesus in the people around us. And sometimes we have expectations of Jesus' presence that don't match up to reality. So often God uses the people that we assume to be the least likely people to remind us of his goodness, to show us his tove. And as we keep going through this series, we're going to begin to see Jesus is trying to get our attention all over the place. So often an encounter with Jesus will challenge our expectations and prejudices, which is okay. That's the way it should be. But the question is, do we respond the way Nathaniel did? You know, when challenged by Jesus to put aside his expectation of who couldn't carry the image of Jesus, he saw Jesus and says, I believe. Let's go. We are in a new season at Missio, one in which we will continue to build and discover Jesus in one another and in the people in our city. And so the, the, the challenge for this, this teaching is we want to all come together to keep working towards building a life with Jesus together. We want to have moments where we encounter the presence of Jesus both through one another but through the people of this city. And that is our goal. I love this story between Nathaniel and Philip and Jesus. It's one uh, that is kind of strange and on the surface just doesn't quite make sense. But this is a beautiful beginning place to start this series of encounters with Jesus. Thank you for being a part of Missio and thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a wonderful week. Bye, everyone.